On today's episode of the Network for Women in Business podcast, you're going to hear from the iconic Vera Moore of Vera Moore Cosmetics. In this interview, Vera drops lots of nuggets that you can use to grow your business. So grab a pen and a pad and make sure you take lots of notes and enjoy this podcast episode. Also, remember to subscribe to our channel to hear more great interviews like the one we've conducted with Ms. Vera Moore. Enjoy. All right. So greetings and hello, everyone, and welcome. Tonight, we are going to have an interview with the iconic Miss Vera Moore. My name is Tony Coleman-Brown, and I'm the founder and creator of the Network for Women in Business, where our mission is to train, connect, and advance female entrepreneurs. Our motto is that we educate to elevate, and I have the honor and the privilege to you know, chat with someone that I have to say, you know, over the past couple of weeks, Vera, we've just been getting to know each other. And, you know, I've just been crushing on Miss Moore for, you know, the past, like, I don't know, two or three months. And it's just been wonderful. But I have to tell you guys, Miss Moore is just an icon in the business world. She's someone that has a tremendous amount of experience. She's someone who was one of the first to create and have her own store in the Green Acres Mall. She's a a renowned actress. She appeared on Another World. I mean, her her list of places where she's appeared in TV shows and magazines, it just goes on and on and on. You guys had the opportunity to read about it when you signed up for this interview tonight, but I just really want to jump right into this conversation with you, Miss Vera Moore of Vera Moore Cosmetics. And why don't you tell everyone how you got started in the industry of cosmetics? Well, uh, I'm going to, ch- how long do we have? Okay, just joking. Uh, I'm going to, tr- <laughs> I'm, I have to tell you the backstory, how and why I did it. I, I always wanted to be in the theater. I loved color. I, I just, I loved the theater. I liked it. But I never had any idea I was going to be an entrepreneur. You know, we came from a very poor family. And this is true. You know, some people say poor, some people say poor. I didn't know I was poor because I had a wonderful mother and I never knew I was poor. Uh, We grew up in Corona, Queens, and um, five brothers, one sister, so there were seven of us. My mother was a domestic worker. My father was a porter. Um, My mother had a third grade education. My father learned how to read from the Bible. He didn't know how to read. But we were very, very rich. And for those that have known me for years, they know. I always had the mindset of, yes, I could. Mm. We were poor, but we didn't know we were poor because, you know, my mother's a domestic. We all, I was never hungry. I mean, I guess she knew how to cook and, you know, domestic work and fix the food, you know, make lemons into lemonade, mashed potatoes, fried potatoes, baked potatoes, whatever. We were never hungry. Mm-hmm. I always had clothes to wear. My aunt worked in flushing at the zipper factory. They would make clothes. My mother would look at me and say, okay, I'm going to make you something. Turn around. The next day was made. No wow. pattern. 
Wow. So, but, and I, I just never knew that until I got older that we were poor, but I do remember this. I used to go to school sometimes very often with a hole in my shoe and it was cardboard in it. So I reflected, I said, you know what? We were poor, you know, but I never knew we were poor, but those, those are the things that I cherish. And that was my foundation for the mindset that I have to this day, that no matter what you could do it, no matter your environment, because it wasn't a very nice neighborhood, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, but we, we look beyond that. We lived there, but I wasn't of it. So um, I used to sing in the church when I was little, came from a Christian family and I used to sing in the church, sing in the choir. Anybody wanted to do anything, I'll do it, I'll do it. So, um, and I knew because of our economics that I had to work. So I took a course shorthand. I took Pittman, that's the short. Everybody knows what shorthand is. Yeah. All right, so there used to be people that used to come by the high schools and from the federal government in the city and said, you know, who wants to take a test to work for the government? And I said, I'll do it because I knew I had to work. Always had a plan, always mm -hmm. had a plan. Mm -hmm. So I didn't go to college. I graduated from Flushing High School and right out of, when I graduated, I think it was in June, July 4th, right after the July 4th, I was working at the federal government. So I got this job at the federal government doing stenography. I was very good at it. And uh, I didn't want to be in the pool. See, I didn't know about those GS1s, federal government, I, I know. And it was all these people in this pool. I said, I, I, I'm a good stenographer. I want to go upstairs on the third floor with the lawyers where you'd have the secretary and the lawyer just to two. I didn't want to be in a pool with 40 people. So you had to take a test. There's that mindset. I'll take the test whether I pass or not. I'm going to take it. I took the test. I passed. So I was going upstairs to the third floor. I was going to work with, with just a lawyer and me. I mean, this is a big deal. So I remember, I'll never forget, relationships. Mm -hmm. The lawyer's name was Mr. Melvin Greenberg. I'll never forget him. Bowling Green, I worked at the customs house for the solicitor's office for the Port of New York. And when I first went in, I said, Mr. Greenberg, you know, I, I want to be in the theater. I want to be an actress. So he said, okay. I guess he thought, you know, so what? She wants me, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he took me serious. I said, I, I, I want to be an actress. Do you mind, Mr. Greenberg, if I could go to my auditions or my lunch hour. Now, he said, okay. And I was surprised to hear that, but you know, God has a way making a way. Right. I said, uh, now Bowling Green, for those that know New York, we're Wall Street. I'll say Wall Street. My right. audition was uptown, midtown, like 57th Street and Broadway, whatever. Right. I was always late, always late going back and forth. So, um, and I eat my lunch on the train. So I would come back and he said, well, did you get it, Vera? And I said, no, I didn't get it, Mr. Greenberg. No, I didn't get it. So now listen, tenacity, perseverance, relationship. I did this for five years. For five mm. years, I worked for the federal government, for Mr. Greenberg, and for five years, back and forth, going for auditions. But one day, I came back, and he said, did you get it, Vera? Yes! I got it. <laughs> I, I wanted to say thank you. I just want, I mean, for five years going back and forth, eating lunch on the train, eating a chuck full of nuts because I didn't have any money. Right. You see, a little frankfurter and, the, and, the, and the, the orange drink. He said, so what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to quit. He said, you're going to quit a federal government job, Vera. Sick leave, annual leave, whatever, whatever it was. I don't know. I was young. You know, right. all that stuff for 
summer stock. Now, for those that don't know what summer stock is, it's it's just for the summer. Actors do that to get in the union. I was trying to get right. into equity. I want you can't get in. You can't do Broadway if you're not into equity. So I said, yeah. He says, Vera, are you sure? I did. I left a federal government job <laughs> for six weeks. <laughs> for six weeks, and my job was Jones Beach. There again, another blessings because normally you have to go away because actors that are in the union stay home. Hmm. You want to get in the union, you got to go on the road. I got a job just at Jones Beach, half an hour, hour from my house. I did Jones Beach relationships. Then I had an opportunity to audition for another world, um, for um, Pearly Victorious. Mm. Broadway show, Tony Water winning, Melba Moore. And how I did that, well, I, can I tell you that I hone my skills on Saturday and Sunday? I mean, I mean, you know what? If you want this, you got to work for it. Right. I went to school at night. I went to school on Saturday nights. I studied at Herbert Berghoff in the village in acting. I studied there for almost a decade. I went to school at night. Even I used to do things on Sunday because I had to hone my skills. Very competitive industry. So I got an opportunity to meet Mr. Roberts. He was the, the musical director in Pearly, building a relationship, being on time, having integrity, being honest. So after the four years in Pearly, he says, you know, I'm going to California and I need some Sopranos. Who's interested in going? I do it. I do it. I do it. So right. I auditioned. Well, he knew us because we worked with him and he right. wanted us anyway. I went to California and worked with Leslie Elgum for almost a year and a half. Nice. Very, very nice. Wonderful experience. Came back, auditioned for Teaspoon Every Four Hours, which was a comedy with Jackie Mason. Did that for a year. Meanwhile, still honing my skills now, honing my skills. Then I had a great opportunity to work with Kathleen Battle, the opera singer. Yes. And Trimanisha. I traveled with her for a year and a half. Wow. We opened up at a Kennedy Center and came back in Broadway for a year. Wow. So these are the things, and there was such a void in the market for cosmetics. It was difficult. But when you're on Broadway, they don't see you that much because you're, you're on Broadway and you're, you're, you're up in the backseat or wherever you are. But the, it changed when I got a big break. National television were right in your face, right in the living room. The makeup was heavy, greasy, oily, rubbed all off on my clothes, but they did, did the best they could with what they had, which was insufficient. I got a major contract with NBC on Another World, the first black family that they were having on Another World and the show went an hour. And I'm gonna be very, very honest, you know, that was the time that was the time when you saw a black girl on TV, you say, Ma, come quick, there's a black girl on TV, Ma, That's come right. on. And by the That's time right. she got into the kitchen, bam, gone. Does anybody remember that? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So that, that was it. So I wanted to look cute too. And I said, no, this, this is not going to work. I'm on national television. I'm picking up the phone and I'm saying, good afternoon, Bay City General, Dr. Matthews office. May I help you? It's all over the phone. I had a white uniform. It's all over my clothes. That was the genesis of Vera Moore Cosmetic because there was a wow. total void in the market for quality product. Now there was another line out there, but it was oily, it was red, it was greasy and it rubbed all, and I wanted something different. I wanted quote unquote quality for us. Mm -hmm. So that was the reason why I decided to do that, to go into cosmetics. Okay. So tell me, tell us about the process of, you know, creating the line. Um, who did you talk to? What research did you have to do? Because, I mean, you know, it's like you just wake up one day and you don't just, you know, go and put 
together cosmetics in your kitchen, you know? So well, some people do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some people mix stuff in the kitchen. I mean, we know somebody that did mix stuff in the kitchen, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but what was your process? Like? Okay. My, my, my <laughs> process, my process was, and, and as we grew, we changed, of course, as you, yeah. as you get to know more things, we went to a manufacturer and we didn't have any money now. You know, it's it, this, starting the cosmetic line is not easy. So we went to a manufacturer and they really didn't have, because we're going to be candid here. We have a candid conversation, right? That's right. Come on. They didn't have anything for us, especially if you were pitch black. Wow. Now, you know, we raised from, uh, we raged from ivory to ebony. We ranged from white to blue black. Well, mm -hmm. they never really catered to us. And I would mm -hmm. say, you know, this is a little red. You need to put a little yellow in this. You need to put a little blue because we have mm -hmm. all different undertones. Right. So right. they really didn't know. Well, they didn't care. It, it wasn't about us. We weren't their market, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of going back and forth and customizing. When you customize, you pay. So that was the process that I did. We went to one of the best manufacturers there are. And uh, we were able to get what we want back and forth. It wasn't overnight. It was a process. And as the company grew, we changed things. We elevated it. So mm -hmm. that, that's what we did. And we, had, and we had a chemist. We had to hire a chemist. Yeah. Okay. So now you can have your chemist. You got your line. Mm -hmm. How did you bring it to the marketplace? What was that process like? Well, you know what? I guess everybody on here has heard of the Bronner Brothers show. You yes. know, I, you know, and I'm going to be very honest too. Now I, re I regret it a little bit, but I've got to be honest. I really didn't have a business plan. You got to have, I'm everybody's listening, have a business plan. <laughs> I didn't have one. Don't do what I do. Don't do what I, you know, I didn't have a business plan. We had an opportunity. Um, we started off in Billy's place. Billy's place, my husband built a little beauty parlor on Hillside Avenue. And all you yeah. beautiful black women know you didn't have anybody to cater to you. And he was doing heads, beautiful hair. And I said, you know, Billy, let's, let's just try it in here and see if the people like it. You know, you, let, me, let me see if they like this. Let me see if they want this. Let me see if they want something different. Are they satisfied with what they have? You know, finding my niche, finding my market. But I knew because it's not, I didn't need an immersion plan because I knew what they needed. I was part of that. Right. So they would come in the hair salon, get their hair done, said, would you like, you know, would you like to put a little, oh, Vera, this is nice. It's not, all, it's not all greasy. It's not red. You know, uh, you know, it doesn't make me look all red. And I used to hear this all the time. So I'm repeating something I didn't, uh, that I always heard, you know, I'm dark and it makes me look good. It doesn't make me look ashy because mm -hmm. if you were darker hue, the mm -hmm. manufacturers out there would just, I make it simple. If you were chocolate, let's say we, you know, we know how we range from colors. They put chocolate on you. Well, you don't need chocolate. You're already chocolate. Yeah. It's just like when you highlight your hair, you have black hair, you, you, you do a luminizer, you do a henna, you do, you know, you, so what we did, we gave the skin a lift. The skin needed a lift so that even a person that's pitch black is not going to come up at you because that's where, my, that's where I focused because that was where the low self-esteem was. It was, that's another issue. Mm. Oh, you know, I'm dark and you know, and, and, and Tony's light and Winnie's dark and Vera's the brown paper bag, you know the deal. So mm -hmm. I had to deal with that too. I had to deal with all of that. And especially when I went into Green Acres Mall, it was just, you know, well, we had an opportunity, I'm skipping. We had an opportunity. I heard the Green Acres Mall was building a second floor. You know, here I go from my mom. My mind said, you can do it, go for it. Don't worry about that. You come from Corona with the, you know, with the, with whatever. 
the neighborhood, go for it. Hone your skills and try and get it. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Don't right. be afraid. Right. So I went over to Green Acres Mall in Valley Stream, a very upscale mall, middle-class mall in Laurelton, okay. Valley Stream. And I said, I understand that you're building a second floor. I would oh. like to see, I have a cosmetic company and we're in Bill, Billy's Place in Hillside Avenue at the hair. I didn't tell it was a little small thing. They don't have to know all that. <laughs> right. So they said, okay, oh, you're, you're, you're presently in business. Yes, I am. And uh, well, bring your line over and let us see it. So I brought the line over and let us see it. Well, okay, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Okay, we're renovating the mall. We will give you a spot. I said, I'd like to be on the first floor. You always ask for, you know, the, go, go for the best. That's right. right. Okay, we think we can find a little place for you on the first floor. Then I had to go through the whole things about the money and the kiosk. And I want everybody to know I'm not telling you to do what I did. I mortgaged my home to get into Green Acres Mall. Mm. They had never had a black tent in the history of Green Acres Mall. Hmm. They never had a small business in Green Acres Mall. I was a kiosk. And it cost me because I didn't want a cart where one weekend you'd be in front of the jewelry store. The next day you'll be in front of JCPenney's. I wanted to be stationary so people could find me. Right. Vera is always here. Vera is always here. Mm -hmm. All right. So got the loan. Fast forward. When I came back, they had changed management. <laughs> Somehow it always changes when it comes to us, but that's, that's the side point. Stay focused. Right. Um, Vera, you know, we don't have any more space on the first floor because there's new management, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we do, well, you built the second floor. Well, that's the food court. Mm. Show you the food court. Well, I didn't want to go in the food court, but I, but I said, well, let me see the food court. We went upstairs on the second floor, which was the food court, huge, but they only had major, big, big, big stores up there. Mm -hmm. So they said, the only thing we have is the bathroom. True story. The bathroom of this major store. I said, well, let me see your bathroom. The bathroom was huge. It was 10 by 10. That's, that's what my store was going to be anyway. 10 by 10 on the first floor. So I said, I'll take it. I mirrored it. My husband and I, we mirrored it. We called it our jewel box. Now, maybe they thought that was going to be a deterrent. I don't know. But let me, I want to say this to everyone. I would have gone on the roof to integrate the mall. Wow. My focus was to break the color barrier for you, for me, for your children, mm -hmm. your grandchildren, to let people know, yes, you can. That's right. So it wasn't easy up on the second floor. And, you know, sometimes you have a lot of naysayers, you know, Vera, how are you going to get in that mall? Ain't no black people in that mall. This is the thing. You want to hear the truth? This is it. How are you going to do that? Well, somebody has to be the trailblazer. Somebody has to be the pathfinder. Somebody has to do it. And why not me? That's right. But it was extremely difficult because sometimes, now if the shoe doesn't fit, don't worry. I always say that. Sometimes, oh boy, let me see if I can say it. Sometimes you don't want to support us because you don't think it's not good enough. Mm. I'm saying that to everybody because I need your support. Now, and we've changed. Some of us have changed, but we always think their ice is colder. Think about mm. it right mm. right not everybody mm -hmm. i stayed up on the second floor for 10 years mm -hmm. i renegotiated my contract after 10 years and i went down on the first floor so on the first floor where i was supposed to be originally for 15 years we were in green acres mall for 25 years wow. now during that time we were growing our brand because our customer service was off the charts 
You had no mm -hmm. place else to go. Nobody wanted to wait for you, wait on you at, I'm not going to say the anchor store in Green Acres. They'd come down, Virgie, do you have anything for me? You know, my, you know, you know, my lips are this, my lips are big, or my hair is this, or my, you know. I said, yeah, I got something for you. I made it for you. Right. Because, you know, I don't want to look ashy. Everybody, and matter of fact, this is true. They would come from that major department store. They would start sending them to us. There's a girl, there's mm. a girl over there by paler shoes, and she has a color for you. You know, she's got that. She's got four, and you're not gonna make you look ashy. So we continued to grow the brand with the customer service because they would come and sit at that kiosk because we had stools like bar stools. They thought they were home. Girl, <laughs> you want you want me to go get your sandwich, Vera? No, 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 no. Want some coffee? No, no. Because they felt so comfortable, and they would spend money because I made them feel like somebody. I wasn't afraid to touch their face. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We're talking about 1979. Wow. I, and I taught mm -hmm. them about skincare, the importance of cleaning the skin, giving them a regimen. Some of them didn't even know what a regimen was. Well, you know, I have oily skin. Do I have to wear moisturizer? Yeah. You, you need a moisturizer because you don't want grease, you want moisture. And this is right. a liquid moisturizer. So it was education, training, mm -hmm. teaching, we, we even did retreats. Wow. Just to get, they needed, yeah, we did retreats in New Jersey. Just, they wanted to be loved. I'm serious. They wanted to, they felt like, you know, I'm so glad you're here, Fira. I'm just so <laughs> glad to see you. My God, I can't believe it. And they supported us. And then we did some licensing agreements mm -hmm. in Kings Plaza Mall, Manhattan Mall, mm -hmm. Albee Square Mall in Brooklyn. So the brand grew as a result of how we treated our customer because no one else was. And I'll tell you another thing. For those that want to be entrepreneurs, you got to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I worked that store for the first year every single day. Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you how I did it. When you're in a mall, you, the store opens up at 930. It's 10 to 10. Everybody knows how a mall is. So what I would do is I would come in for a couple hours, leave. Or some the next day I might come in the evening, but every single day I worked that store. I was like almost like a politician. How you doing? How are you, Winnie? Nice to meet you. And where do you live? Oh, girl, I just live in Laurelton. Oh, well, Tony, where I live in Jersey. Well, thank you. Well, I heard about you because you're that girl in the soap opera. Yes, yes, yes. Come on in here. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I really don't have the. Doesn't matter. Let me make you up. Wasn't about selling. Yeah. It wasn't about selling. Believe me. Look, you know. Well, you know. And I'm going to tell you another thing. I guess people follow me because I'm honest. Okay. I remember people coming to me in the store and saying, Vera, do you have anything for these moles? And I would look at their face because we always had an esthetician, licensed esthetician. Mm. That wasn't a mole, honey. That's a blackhead. Mm. Now, I know it sounds funny, but they never knew. <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh it's okay they didn't know and i said girl you need you need to get you need to get a facial what is it i said look if you can't get a face get a hot towel steam your face and you'll see it push your nose oh my god you see i cared about them right i cared about and that was my niche the black woman mm -hmm. now i want i i gotta clarify this we do black women women of color and we have caucasian we have white we have caucasian people too but initially there was such disparity we didn't have any place to go right that people cared about us so that's the way i grew my brand and then i started doing shows and then i did freebie things all over the, i'm not saying i did so much free stuff it was ridiculous but it wasn't ridiculous because i got yeah. written up in magazines major magazines which would have cost me 10 grand got it for nothing 
Well, right. it was my time and my expertise and my talent, but that's the way we did it. We more than one way to skin a cat. Right. So, and we did many, many shows. We, we did beauty pageants. We did everything. And, <laughs> and I enjoyed every minute of it. Made a lot of mistakes, made a lot of mistakes, but you got people calling me from Texas, got people calling me from Maryland, people calling me from North Carolina. So this lady I haven't seen what, what since what? 2012 or six. So that's how we grew the band brand, loving, loving on them, letting them know, be proud of who you are. It was all my thing. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I want to say something. My thing, I was very passionate about this, as you can tell. And it's 41 years and I haven't changed. I still feel the same way. I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, I do. I still feel the same way. But the passion, you know, passions can change. Mm -hmm. it's just like oh oh i was passionate about pearl earrings now i like gold whatever right <laughs> but now this is a calling on my life mm. to build the self-esteem do you know that i'm getting i gotta tell you this because it it almost brought tears to my eyes last week my niece called me from florida no california said black woman darker hue oh i'm very you know guy said to me you know you're pretty for a black girl it just threw me i'm not kidding matter of fact i'm doing a podcast next week i'm talking to her and her friends can you imagine mm. so it gives us something to think about that we have to help each other we have to lift each other as we climb we have to it's so important you don't have to worry about anybody else let's just help ourselves with you know, the pitch black women, your lips are big, your butt's big, your hair's nappy or curly, whatever you want to call it. Or she's she's very fair. Oh, yeah, you think you're cute because you're fair. You try and talk like a white girl. Then you have the black girl that's pitch black. Oh, she thinks she thinks she's she pretty for a black girl. Do you know what all this mess is still going on? Awesome. Yeah, Did I go off on a tangent here? Yeah, no. It's okay. It's no, but okay. I want to tell you the reason it's why it's so important to me. This cosmetic was not always about the powder and the paint. Right. It was about the change in the mindset of who you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then you had, you had massive expansion, you know, being in all of the Dwayne Reed stores, you know, talk I mean, about that process. I, I mean, you know, and then, and then the pivot, you know, to online. So, you know, you had this expansion, yeah. you know, like what, what does that look like? And do you have to be ready Oh, that's, that's, that's the word. You took the word right out of my mouth. If you're mm -hmm. re not ready, don't take it. You ruin your reputation. They'll never call you back again. Mm -hmm. How we got in Dwayne Reed was growing the brand, marketing the brand, doing all these things and stop saying you don't want to do things for free. I'm not, and you get to a point, I know you got to get paid, but listen, I did a lot of things for free just to get out there, get my name out there mm -hmm. because it wasn't about the money. The things that I got for free would have cost me a lot of money, as I said before. So I did, a, I did a trade show and this, no, a trunk show. And I'm, I'm going to mention this, this company because it really helped me. Uh, I tried to get into Macy's and uh, they, yeah, said they, were, they said they were doing trunk shows. Okay. And a trunk show, everybody knows a trunk show. You do, you're here in, in, in Brooklyn and the next day you're in Queens Plaza, the next day you running around very very hard because you got to slip the stuff around you got to pick it up on friday be that six o'clock on the morning morning friday night to set your thing up for saturday etc etc et 
uh, I did all that. And it was, it was an expensive venture because there's certain, a lot of things that I had to do, do the boxes, the barcodes. It's it just, it, it cost me some money because talking about getting your brand out and doing things, you know, when you buy a box, you know, you're buying packaging. Okay. And, um, you're buying packaging and, uh, you do it. Let's say you buy an eyeshadow, you buy a blush, just trying to give you an example. You might have to buy 10,000 boxes for the eyeshadow right. and 10,000 boxes for the blush and 10,000 blocks boxes for mascara. Cause they're all different sizes. Right. Right. So in order to get it to meet their criteria, these things we had to do, and we, we, we had to get some more money and we got it. We got the money. We always paid our bills, never been bankrupt. If, <laughs> if you have to eat comedy grits for dinner, pay your bills, pay your taxes. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. That's good advice. Oh, so we, we, we did the Macy's, the trade show at the end. We didn't get it. We would, we did trunk shows. We did the trunk show for a year. We didn't get, it. but the information and the expertise and the knowledge that I gained was well worth it. So my state, when you don't get something, just move on and find the good in what you did. I learned so much from Macy's. I didn't know what barcode. I mean, I had a store in Green Acres Mall. Put the thing in the shopping bag, cute little shopping bag, little tissue paper. I had no barcode. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? You got to have barcode. I, I wasn't, you know, getting retail ready with these major stores. You got to be in their catalog. You got to have your SKUs. It's a lot. The first thing, Dwayne, and wait, so I was in Macy's, got, didn't make it in Macy's. Then someone came to me, relationships, visibility, longevity, integrity, consistency, discipline. Lady came to me and said, Vera, you know, I'm in, I'm in Dwayne Reed and they're, they're having a thing called Look Boutique and I have such and such. And such. I, said, I said, okay. And I think they're looking for a, a black line. Relationship. This wasn't a black woman. This is a white woman. So I'm saying diversity is key. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just mm-hmm. making a point. I said, well, thank you so much. I'll go look at it. She says, well, you give her a call next week. I said, I will. And she gave me the number. Direct contact. That never happens. Mm. It doesn't happen like that. So she said, well, give her a call next week. Do you know I call that lady the next day? I ain't giving her a no next week. Got on the phone. I'll never forget her. I'm not going to mention her name because I know she's looking at it. And I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. I went to, I said, she says, well, you know, um, we heard about you. We knew you were in Macy's and so, so forth. You know, the brand, she heard about Vera Moore, you know, we'd like you to come in and, and show the line. So Consuela and I came in. My daughter Consuela is a graduate of Howard University School of Business. She's also a licensed esthetician. She's an esthetician for over 15 years. So we went in and we demonstrate the line. <clears throat> And uh, she says, okay, we did everything we we're supposed to do. Let's talk about the skincare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, well, well, we'll give you a call. And uh, she gave me a call in two weeks. She says, you, you, we're going to put you in the look boutique. Mm. Now, the first thing she asked me, though, was, are you barcoded? Yeah. And you were ready because of Macy. All I could say is, thank you, God. I didn't even know what barcodes was. That's why I'm saying sometimes you think it's not worth anything. She says, are you EDI? I ain't know what EDI, I got EDI because of Macy's. That's right. Thank Thank you, Macy's, if you're listening. Are you EDI? Are you barcoded? Are you the catalog? That's to get into the store. These are retail ready things that you have to, they don't even look at you. 
unless you have barcode, EDI, liability insurance, all that stuff. It happened. So that was that was the, the way it was. And then we, you, know, you have to get your stands ready. You got to have your product. They take, well, you've seen, go on my website. You can see the display. You've seen the display, Tony. Yes. It wasn't easy, but the visibility that Dwayne Reed gave me, even though we're no longer in the stores because we had to pivot, Dwayne Reed closed 200 stores. We went about 60 stores and all the stores closed. But the visibility, and this is talking about visibility and working with people. Mm-hmm. We're on Madison Avenue, Wall Street, Las Vegas, Miami, Florida, Hawaii, Chicago, National. All those stores saw Vera Moore because of Dwayne Reed. Dwayne Reed was there, and then Walgreens acquired Dwayne Reed. So right. don't despise the little things. Don't mm-hmm. despise the things that don't, don't always work out. Because I, you know, I was a little annoyed that I didn't get Macy's after, you know, for a whole year, and then I didn't really get in. But you move on and then look what happened. And now, mm-hmm. you know, the store is closed. Now we had to pivot to go online. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's been a long haul, but I'm, I'm grateful because something else is going to happen because we built the brand. Yes. Brand stands on its own self. It's not like you have these brands that have, you have a celebrity, but, the, but the, does the product speak for itself? <laughs> when you leave the room, do they say good things about you? Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? So we're we're excited. And the skincare is amazing too. And big ups to your daughter for going to HU. I'm a proud HU. Okay, okay. I'm a bison. (laughs) But, you know, um, folks are typing in the chat. A lot of people love your products and your skincare line. And so let's talk about that skincare line for a second. Um, You know, Precious asked, she said she, she loves the super firming cream and the botanical biopeptide peptide concentrate. Oh, she wanted is... to know if the peptide serum replaced the peptide concentrate. No, well, the peptide serum is a peptide concentrate. Okay. They, they, yeah, it's, it's a, con- yeah, no, no, it didn't. Is this Princess from the, from the Harlem and the Brownstone? Precious Sellers. Do you know Precious I Sellers? I hear no, we've only spoken on the phone. Who is this? But- Precious, you, we spoke on the phone. I was, I was having a retreat. It was going to be at Wainwright, uh, Wainwright House, and uh, you weren't able to come to that. But okay. we weren't able to do it anyway because of the pandemic. Oh, okay. oh wow. So when yeah. we were talking and you were asking me about what product I use, and I was saying, well, I use Bobby Brown and I use this. And, I, and she said, well, what about Vera Moore? Oh, there I go, feisty as ever. I know your products. And so then I went, I guess, yes, I I, you told me what you thought might be good for my skin. I have dry skin. I have very sensitive skin. And I was using this other product by City something. And it was something that I ordered and it was very expensive, but I liked it. And so you mm-hmm. said, well, I don't hear any Vera Moore. So I said, okay, Vera, I'm going to give you a chance. <laughs> and I ordered some things from you. And I ordered, um, what was it? The, the super firming, because you said the super firming cream, I might like, and I love it. Don't like it, I love it. Oh, that's and nice then, to hear. And Thank I got you. the uh, botanical biopeptide concentrate, and it feels a little different than the peptide concentrate. So I was wondering if it was different, but I didn't see it online to reorder it. So I ordered, I have more of the other stuff, but I didn't see it. So did you discontinue it? No, we, dis- we didn't discontinue, but with the, with the, con- with the pandemic, with, you know, the, the the supply chain is crazy, but okay. the serum, yes. And thank you so very much. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from New Rochelle. Okay, well, 
Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And but you can layer it if you're dry. You could use the serum first and then put the moisturizer. I, on. I wish put, I wish Consuelo was on here. First. Huh? I use the serum first and, and then put the moisturizer on. So top. silky, and then I put the moisturizer on and. And I don't really, I have to look at your makeup, but then I wanted someone to help me with the colors. So your, your daughter Consuela, she's the one who helps with that? Well, yeah, she, she's, she's the one. I try to stay in my own lane, but you know what? We're going to start doing some Zoom makeover so we can really touch you and look at you and say, no, do it that way. Do it. So don't worry, we got you covered. Okay. okay. So you came on as a result of the email. How did you find out? You got well, the- I know Patricia McKenzie was the one who told me, well, you need to check out. Oh, Patricia. And so she yeah. was at PMCC. I'm a psychologist there. Okay. And that's how I knew her. And then I was trying to get, um, I thought I was going to have different vendors at this event. Oh, and so okay. I was talking to you about that. But again, okay. the pandemic came, so we okay. didn't do that anyway. But uh, yes. yes, I tried it and I love it. And so next step, I'm almost finished with my Bobbi Brown makeup. So I'm going to need some beer more makeup. So well, let, me take my, let me take my glasses off so you can really see me. <laughs> oh god don't pay any attention i'm just having fun um i'll put my camera on but my camera i'm where i'm positioned it would show my bed and so i can't don't worry don't worry well i sincerely appreciate you and i don't know if patricia's on pat right mckenzie yes. she's a wonderful person and uh, she has a television show in harlem yeah, she was the one who turned me on to you. Yes, and I, I appreciate her. And I thank her for referring you. And I, I sincerely appreciate all of you. <laughs> yes, thank and you. I mean- and thank you. I love your products. Thank yes. you so much. I do too. I love the peptide serum and the moisturizer. They're both really good. And I mean, and I use it every day. So if you guys don't have that, definitely go over to veramorecosmetics.com and pick up your peptide serum and your moisturizer because we definitely need that for our skin. And I mean, you know, we're about to go into summer season. So we want our skin to really look nice and radiant and bright. Yes. Yes. So I Awesome, awesome, awesome. So Vera, you know, um, how has pivoting to e-commerce been for you? Well, thanks for you. Thank you to you and Marls. It's, it's coming <laughs> along there. I got to give credit where credit is due. You know, uh, you know, I don't mind asking if I don't know. Right. And I, and there was a tremendous di- digital divide. I didn't know there was a gap. And that's why if you don't know with this new thing of going online and I, I always had an online presence, but I didn't cater to it because right. I was busy taking care of my stores, mm-hmm. you know, but I understand now the importance because a lot of stores have closed. A lot of my friends, colleagues, stores have their brick and mortar have closed. So I'm glad we had a presence, but now we're doing the digital marketing like you and I got to tell you, like Tony is teaching us and Marls, she works with Marls. And I sincerely appreciate you, Tony. I really do. I know this is about Marls, but I just want to say that you've taught us so much about how to, the platforms we should be on, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Uh, so it's working. Um, people that were, the, the, the customers that were in Dwayne Reed, they're finding us. And I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. I was hoping and praying that would happen because see, we didn't have their mailing list. Of course not. But yeah. if the brand speaks for itself, all they got to do is Google Vera Moore, Google me, you'll find me. So that's going to turn it around even more because we already have the base. Yeah. So now they have to find us online. So we're doing what we can, you know, we're mar- digital marketing, Instagram. We're going to start doing some videos. I'm going to do a podcast, 
all these things to extend, uh, let people know where we are. Now, one of the things that I love about your line, I love your lipsticks. You have mm -hmm. a wide variety of colors. And, you know, one of the things that I would really encourage all the ladies that are on the line tonight is to really go to veramorecosmetics.com and pick out a nice lipstick and then order it. And then when you order it, what you should do is definitely take a picture of yourself with the lipstick and post <laughs> it on Instagram and definitely tag veramorecosmetics.com. I mean, I just, you know, I think <laughs> that would be just a wonderful, wonderful thing to do, especially since we're leading up to Mother's Day. It's yes. just, it's such a great time to, you know, give great gifts. And she has the best of the best, right? Oh, Winnie is showing. And Winnie just held up one. And you know what? Just, just to add to that, anybody that's online now, if you go to veramorecosmetics.com, we're giving you a 30% discount. You just, your code is resilience. Resilience. That's a, you know, that's such a, a powerful word, resilience. Let me ask you, what does that mean to you, Vera? Oh my God, it means so much to me just to keep going no matter what, to be a disruptor. Mm -hmm. You know, go to, you know, leave the familiar mm -hmm. and go to the unfamiliar, you know, and then you, you, you stretch yourself. Now, you know, you're gonna have problems. You know, you're gonna have challenges, <clears throat> but when you do that, cross those lines, you have the potential of helping somebody, knowing mm -hmm. new cultures. And it takes resilience to do that. It takes consistency. You know, it's not easy, but it just means that you keep going. You stay the course. I mean, I do everything girded by prayer. I'm telling you right now. But that's what, that's what it means to me. Just to keep going, honing your skills. Don't, you know, I, I, I said to somebody last week, no just means the next opportunity for me. N-O, next opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. That's so that's good. what it is. I mean, you think I didn't need resilience when I went into, look, I needed resilience when I was another world, the first black in another world going there, sitting down there with that. I know that's right. I, you know, that's right. You Sharon know, national said, television, I mean, we were there, but believe me, we needed resilience, blah, 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 blah. So I Sharon, needed resilience in Green Acres Mall, being the first black tenant sitting down there with all those, with everybody. Yeah. You know, come on, you, 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 you need it. And I'm telling you where I got it from was my mindset. From my mom, I give her all the credit. Wow. All the credit. She always said to me, used to read the little book, The Little Choo Choo Train. Yes, I can. Yes, I don't know if you know about The Little Choo Choo Train. Going up the hill. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. That's, That's what resilience great. means to me. And um, it, it just, it gives you leadership. It helps you to help yeah. someone else. Because yeah. then you're capable of doing those things. And then not only that, people can look and say, you know, <clears throat> if Vera did it, I can do it and I can do it better. Mm -hmm. I love that. I yeah, love that's it. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, Sharon said resilience is the ability to pivot and quickly deal with the situation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to me, that is, you know, that's really the essence of who you are and the essence of how you live. And I mean, I think that that is you know, every time I hear the word resilience, I just think mm -hmm. of a black woman mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we have been resilient ever since we stepped foot 
in this country. Amen. We've been resilient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's why I really love all of the things that you've done, all of the things that you do to support other women. Um, You know, the women are like, really, they're chopping it up in the chat, Vera. I'm buying, I'm on that website, right? Go go get get your discount. Put put the code in resilience. Yeah. And they're, they're like, we're checking it out right now. And it's it's so Precious wants to know also, does your red lipstick look good on dark lips? Yeah. My red lipstick not, doesn't look good. It looks more red. fabulous on dark lips. <laughs> she said more And if you have fabulous. a problem, if you have a problem, call us and we'll show you how to put it on. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you can line it a little bit, depending. Sometimes your lip has a little pink in it, you know, in the center. So you have to blend it with the... um with the pencil first, you know, so call us. Corinne says she loves the ginseng freshener. Yeah, that's Mm. a toner. It's it's fragrance-free. It just calms your skin and it just uh, refreshes your skin before you put your moisturizer on. And sometimes after you do your makeup, you just sprint it a little bit and keeps your makeup fresh. Yeah, that's that's nice. I have to get that. I mean, because you know, I love the skincare that I have now. So I just can't wait to get all of the other stuff that you have. So we're really, we're really excited about, you know, everything that you've done. Now, what what I would like you to do is give some advice because you know, this is women's history month, right? And you know, we're here. We're celebrating you. We're, you know, uh, a national, international organization as well, Network for Women in Business, and we're celebrating women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of women often struggle to start businesses and to mm-hmm. sustain businesses. What bit of advice would you give the future entrepreneurs out there, or women who just have like a burning desire to take their passion and turn it into something profitable. So what bit of advice would you give to the women out there? I think, I think, uh, great question, but I think, no, I don't think, I know. Don't leave your regular job. Keep your job. (laughs) Go work for someone that's in the industry that you want to go in. You know, that's good. Be a sponge, learn everything you know, want to know, be polite, work hard as though it was your business. You see? Save as you do it, save your money, open up your business on the side if you can, still work because it takes money. And when you're ready, take all these courses, small business development centers, malls, whatever. Hone your skills. And when you step out there, you're stepping out right. Just don't, 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 don't be an entrepreneur because Tony's an entrepreneur or Vera's an entrepreneur. It doesn't, you know, entrepreneurship is not like a cold. You can't catch it. Mm. Mm. It's a desire of burning something. And look, we all want to make a profit. We all want to make money, but you don't go in it to make money. Mm. You know what? The passion Vera, won't last. The passion won't last. I'm telling right. you, it has you, to be a calling. You said it's, it's you know, I almost want to say that, you know, it's almost like an incurable disease. <laughs> yeah, well, it's self-inflicted pain. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. But you have to, you have to go into it. Like I said myself, I was very passionate to go into it because of the theater I was passionate. So those same attributes from my mom to the theater, to entrepreneurship. 
but passions change. Yes. You know, and now I've stepped up or stepped deeper where I know that I must do these things for self-esteem for us. Yes. We're not going to make it if the mindset is not ready. That's the beginning. How are you going to be resilient without a mindset? That's right. So I think to answer that, I hope I answered the question. Listen, go for it. Cause you don't want to say, oh my God, I wish I could, I wish I'd done it, but you didn't. So start small. Don't despise little things, you know, start small. You see, I did this Macy's thing for a year. Didn't get it. Spent a lot of money. Even when right. I was in the theater, I used to, I used to do free stuff in Central Park, children's theater free mm. before I got to Broadway. Right. So learn all you can, you know, get a sponsor, get somebody mentor you all these things and be polite right you know, work you have to work no one's going to hand it to you you know some some of us not everybody you don't want to work hard right if I you love, want it you'll do that i love that i love what you said and you know it's it's really interesting because with the network for women in business it's a membership organization right and I remember when I first worked at the American Institute of Chemical Engineers, it was a membership organization. I remember when I worked for, you know, and helped a book span create Black Expressions Book Club. It was a membership organization. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I mean, and, you know, that's where I first learned everything about segmenting lists and all of that stuff. And, you know, you're 110% you're right, because I remember when I started my membership organization mm -hmm. i remembered all of the things that, that i had learned. seen and i had learned from these other membership organizations and i mean and you know it's funny that you say that because you know i i remember thinking about it when i first launched but i didn't really think about it the way you just said it so that's mm -hmm. that's genius right there and that's you must really also and you know what else tony it's a process mm. Mm. You got to be patient. Yeah, I mean, you still have to work, but I'm saying you, yeah. you, it just doesn't happen overnight. You know, right. especially in the theater. I mean, you you could go actors go years without working. Yeah, I mean, and they're studying, so when the time comes, they're ready to go yeah. through the door. That's right. You never stop honing your skills, and you're always going to learn something. Right. So, so I, I I believe in that. Why do you think I'm at malls? <laughs> Trying to learn something, Winnie. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't yeah. want people to think, oh, 41 years in business. No, no, no. Things are changing. Every day something's changed. As soon as you learn yeah. something, a new technology. As soon as you get the computer, yeah. you need a new computer. As soon as you get a new phone, you need a new phone. So right. I'm forever learning. I am forever learning. And that's what I say to all entrepreneurs. Don't be embarrassed. Be humble. Say you don't know. Do you know how to do this? Mm -hmm. No. Can you help me? And people will help you. You have to ask. Yes. And uh, Lucy raised her hand. Lucy, did you want to ask a question? You can unmute yourself and ask your question. I saw you raise your hand. I was just trying to clap. Um, Vera, <laughs> you look awesome. I miss you very much and love you very much. Now, who is um, this? Lucy Mercado. Oh, my God. <laughs> que pasa? The best makeup artist in the world. <laughs> Call me. I'm no longer a makeup artist. I don't care. I know. I know. Um, but I, I was know. a makeup artist with you, and oh I God. learned so much. Oh my God. From you, and um, it's just great to see you. Oh, Lucy, you don't know. Oh my God, I'm just. Don't make me cry. Make makeup a makeup. 
<laughs> so what happened? I was consulting on the chat. Someone happened to ask, what do I do about the lines around my mouth? And I'm like, I think the peptide serum will be <laughs> Oh, she was so wonderful. I love Lucy. Oh, I love Lucy, you thank too, you. Vera. My God, we haven't seen each other in how long? It's um, since 2014. Please email. What, did you get it as a result of the blast? I did. So well, I'm then like, you need to call, call me, Lucy. Consuelo would love to hear from you. Lucy did, did so much for me when we were in Dwayne Reach training and doing the different stores and being, oh, the best. And we went best. to Puerto Rico together. That was a great <laughs> exactly. experience. A oh. great experience. Yeah, yeah. I love you, Lucy. I love you too. Okay, thank you Very so much. Thank you so much, Lucy. My God. I'll Is call you. What are you talking about? Huh? I'll yes. call you soon. Love yes, you. Yes, please. I'm going to tell Consuelo as soon as I get off. She's going to say, okay. oh my God, Lucy. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Thank you That's so awesome. much, Lucy, for calling. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Uh, when he said that, you know, you gave of yourself, that's the reason why your harvest is so big. I definitely believe that. I totally believe that when you give of yourself, that that mm -hmm. really helps to, you know, grow your, your, your harvest. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think that, you know, giving is, giving and receiving is, a, you know, a, a spiritual law. Yeah. And I believe that you have to give, you know, in order to receive. It's almost like if your hands and your fists are closed, yeah. how can anything come through yeah. a closed mm -hmm. fist? It exactly. has to be open for you to receive. So how, how have you given, you know, to people? I mean, besides, you know, like doing their makeup and all of that stuff, you know, so how, how, how do you give? Well, right. you know what? Uh, you reap what you sow. Yes. Yes. And uh, I'm constantly doing things on Long Island at Nassau College and the girl talks, doing self-esteem workshops. Nice. Telling them. Well, not just them, but girls in general, people. As a matter of fact, I did something last month and, and I'm going to put this out there again and, and, you know, call me up if you want to. And this is why I want to do this self-esteem thing. We young ladies have to respect ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to go there, but why do you want to be called a female dog? What is that? I know you don't want to hear and you probably say, oh, she's from the old school. I don't get it. Explain it to me. Oh, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, okay, just explain it to me. I don't, I don't understand it. So that's, I'm working on that too. I think we need a, oh, I mean, I know somebody's going to call me, call me. I don't care. Call me. I want you to call me. I want you to call me. And I, you know, I work with kids. Kids need more. That yes. just happens to be called kids need more. Uh, they're young kids that have cancer. And uh, almost every summer we go out to Long Island, Montauk and deal with the kids. We enjoy that. We do little faces for them. They're very young. And some of them are teenagers, but some of them are kids that are seven and eight years old. Nice. And uh, yeah, and uh, I, I do a lot of self-esteem. And you know, I used to go, I don't go now. And I learned a lot from that. I used to go to Rikers Island. I went there and I did self-esteem workshops. These are the... Um, the inmates were that had maybe six months later to get out and uh, mm. I learned a lot from them I really did a lot of women there that just made mistakes yeah and just needed you know don't think everybody there is I mean even have women in there that had PhDs honey 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But they made a mistake and they got caught. And you didn't. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's the way I'm gonna put it. Yes. Michelle, did you you have your hand raised? Did you have a question or a comment? Yeah, my comment is I just want to thank my sister girlfriend that started me on the journey to taking care of my skin. Now I'm in my 60s and I look more fabulous too. Um, just being a great mentor for me as a business owner, I've been a business owner for the last 35 years and just teaching me to know my worth and then add tax. So congratulations. And I'm so glad that the online, the pivot to online is going well for you. And as you can see, I do respond to the marketing pieces, emails that I get. And I want to say hi to Lena. And yeah, how come your face is not there? How come your face is not there? You know what? My face is not there. It is not. Oh, there she is. That is my beautiful dear friend Michelle that I love dearly. That now, and I love her. I mean, she's been with me through thick and thin, my family. Hi, Lena. Lena. Yeah, I even did the Broadway yeah. show with her. That's a lot of work. Oh. That's right. This, this this is a girl that stuck by me, thinking it helped me open the boxes. And that's my buddy Lena. I love Lena. Lena's a, and Lena loves my skincare. She wears a lot of stuff. But I want to say about Michelle, and then I'm going to talk about Lena. Michelle never knew her value. She is so talented. You know, sometimes we just don't know our value. I know it now, and I always underestimate it. She says she knows it now. And I add text. She's you a wanted... beautiful, intelligent, articulate businesswoman. Right, I love you, Michelle. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> and you ladies, and I gotta all, say to all, all you ladies are awesome. All of you, all Thank of you. you. Thank you. <laughs> and there's Miss Lena. And, and Michelle's there. calling from Maryland. Yes. Hi, Lena. Unmute, unmute, Lena. Unmute. Hi, Lena. You're wonderful. I'm so glad. Thank you, Lena. You're such a doll. And everyone should know that I've been using Vera Moore skincare and makeup at least 15 years. So it's not only for women of color. And she's not black. She's white. Okay. <laughs> You're kidding. You're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I awesome. love you, Lena. Love you, Vera. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. And so, was that Emil Pendleton? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, now is that where, where's your face, Emma? Oh, I, I can't. My hair is in rollers. I can't get on. <laughs> well, Emma Pendleton, I just have to thank her, and I'm going to beat you up probably call you tomorrow. Yes. Everybody's heard of George Frazier, right? Yes, I that's, know that's Emma. That's his sister. That's his sister. Yes. Hi, that's, Emma. Yeah, that's the Hello. smart one. That, wait, wait a minute, women. Let me tell you, like these women, and George is probably going to beat me up. That's the brain right there in the conversation. Okay, Emma. <laughs> That's so true. Did I always say that, Emma? Yes. But okay, Vera, do you remember the program for homeless women that we had in District 29? And oh you came God. and you made up all those women. Remember that? How long ago was that, makeup? Emma? How long was that? Um, 25 years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wonderful. Yeah, I remember. I remember meeting Emma at um one of the events with Shay and Trey. Yes. Remember Emma? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. And we know we know Michelle. I know you through Michelle. 
Yes. We yes, met, Michelle we Newton. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. Em, I love you. Thank yes. you. Oh, uh, we got so good to see you. Emma, we have to go to Judge Charlotte's place so this year. I have I'm a going, question. I'm going in May. Okay, so, to the judge. Yep, yep. That's Charlotte Brown. Charlotte, Charlotte Brown, Judge Brown. So, yes, I have a question. Go this ahead. Is Charlotte. Okay, so Vera, Who I wrote on the chat. Yes. yes. I wrote on the chat how I used to try to get you to do direct sales because I worked for Avon. And one of the things that you always said was you had to stick with what you, you wanted, you stayed focused. You wanted to stay focused. Talk about, you know, not doing all kind of different things. Like I didn't get you to change right. lanes and be like Mary Kay and-, and Don't and be do mentioning direct. these people's names, they're gonna kill me. Because they don't, they don't do direct sales. They, you didn't That's do true. that. You wanted to, you had a plan. Right. Well, you know what? I, like, I, I'm glad Lena's on because even Lena had said to me, Vera, why don't you market? And Lena's one of my dearest friends, so I can talk about Lena. You know, I'm white and you don't, you know, I use your stuff. Why don't you do it? Because I had to stay in my lane and cater to the black woman that that didn't get, get it. Okay. I can walk into a major department store and they had 50 things for Lena, hypothetically. And they had two things for me and what they had wasn't any good. So right. that was the niche. We, you know, a market segmenting within the market, and I targeted that niche. And that that was the story. I wanted to stay in my lane. I mean, you can't do all things. You can't be all things to all people. I just tried to do what I do well. That's and what good. I know, and what I know as a black woman, I know what it feels like to be under hot lights and that stuff is running down your face. That makeup did that. Did that like yeah. On the studio. So, so Vera, um, I'm going to ask this one last question because we're like running over time, but we're having such a good time. I mean, um, Roberta wants to know when a customer comes to you regarding makeup but has poor skin care, ah. what pleasant suggestions would you give regarding proper skin care before addressing makeup? Okay, well, we, well, I'm glad she asked that. And I'm so sorry, again, the console is not on here because next time we have to do it with Ouija on here because this is what she does. But just yeah. basically, our mantra is skincare is the foundation. Makeup is an accessory. Yes. Mm -hmm. When oh, you say yes. foundation, you automatically say, oh, what color is my foundation? No, I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about just having a basic regimen, knowing your skin type. Like, for example, we even taught young ladies, look, if your skin looks like an orange, you know how an orange looks kind of porous and you peel it, it's kind of thick, well, then you're oily. If it's smooth like an apple or a peach, then you're dry or combination. So that's how we had to kind of get it into people that you must clean your skin daily, just like you brush your teeth. You've yeah. got to, you, you know, and you've got to know the right skincare for the right skin type. If you're dry and I'm dry, I can't use an oily product. You know, I have to have something that's going to hydrate me and moisturize me, you know? So we just told them about a regimen and that's, that's basic cleanser, tonal moisturize, but the exact skin type and the importance of exfoliating, sloughing off those dead cells because it accumulates with the pollution. And you know, if you want clarity, you don't get clarity by putting makeup on. You want clarity and for someone to, and someone to say, oh my God, Marlene, your skin is beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's because she cleaned it. You know what I mean? And you can't yeah. clean it just by washing. You've got to get a facial, get a hot cloth. We know about, you know, we know how to do that stuff. Put it on your face, let it sit for a little while, relax, get a mask. Look, we our mom has taught us that. 
So you have to have a basic regimen. I hope I answered the question. Yes, you did. You did. Thank you. But Barry, Thank you. Interject on this. This is Margot. Um, I hear what you're saying. I came with a group of ladies last week and um, relax and restore with your daughter, um, Consuela. And we had such a fabulous time. And when it comes to skincare, if you do not take one day out to see a licensed esthetician like Consuela and really get your skin examined, because uh -huh. we can try it ourselves, but sometimes if we are not educated enough about skincare, we'll do it one time and then we don't have a regimen and then we'll buy an over-the-counter product and then keep moving with that and see no results. When you go to an esthetician, mm -hmm. he sits you underneath the light, <laughs> highlights everything <laughs> on your face from oh, my skin to any type of skin you may have and then tell you the proper products that you need. Right. So I am a witness because Skincare, Vera taught me that skincare is number one, and you can't slap on some makeup to hide a blemish. Because right. <laughs> because Vera's like not pace. It's sheer, it's natural, and it's beautiful on the skin. But most importantly, I love your products, Miss Moore. And I have been using them since, okay, I won't, I won't date myself. For a very, very long time. <laughs> and I just want to say, you know, I watched you um, when we were there getting, you know, massaged. You were praying with someone. And I said, look at the CEO. <laughs> Somebody has some background noise. They need to mute out. He can but go ahead. And without God, we're nothing. Yes. And our steps are ordered by God. And Vera is, is not ashamed of the gospel. She hmm. would know that if it wasn't for God, I don't know where I would be today. And to bring this to a closing, Tony, and the rest of the ladies, Eugenia, I see you on there, and Michelle. Um, I just like to say, I saw something on Channel 7 News, and Tony, you might, might have seen it too. It's called Talk Shop Live. Yeah. For small businesses, and a person from the Ricky Lake Show um, staff was watching a movie and saw a lady selling mops. And he said, she's only selling mops. And next thing you know, all the celebrities are jumping on Talk Shop Live. And they made it, you know, um, worthwhile even for small businesses to join in. So that's something I just wanted to share and thank you Vera for this opportunity for me participating. And again, if anyone has not go, gone out to her to Consuela, um, restore and relax, relax and restore and get your facial on. I don't know what to do. Wrong with even Can I just say one thing before we go off, it's Yvette. Yes. Thank you, Margot. I love you. I love yes. you. Just yes, before we Yvette. go off, do you remember when you came to Bethel AME Church and you did the ladies' faces? Well, being one of yes, Bethel AME Church members, as a nurse, the masks are just messing up our face. If you can see my skin, yeah. most of us look like this. 
and we need help. Oh wow! That's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on fine because Yvette is a nurse and she's helping everybody. You know, she just took a time out for a few minutes. She's in the hospital now just to yes. say hello. I'm gonna work on that, Yvette. Thank Something you. that because she says the mask is really messing up the Vera. Oh, I love Vera. Thank you. Vera, before Thank you guys you. go, this is Ronnie from next door. Vera, you know I love you with all my heart. And oh. I've been with you since I was what two years old, me and Consuela, sleepovers and everything. And I just had to be on here tonight. I'm at the laundry mat, but I had to sit in the car just to follow because <laughs> you know I'm your number one supporter. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here and I will always be here because you've been blazing trails since I'm telling you since I was two years old and I didn't even know how to say Vera but I was I was there <laughs> Ronnie I love you yes I love you Ron and I have to tell a quick little story about you because <laughs> oh, this just reinforces everything and I don't have to tell we don't have to tell our whole lives <laughs> but I want to I, I want to say this because this is exactly what I said before about integrity no matter where you come from, no matter your environment. Ronnie also came from a very poor neighborhood. A lot of, lot of issues, a lot of problems. But my mother embraced her. Yes, you understand did. what I'm saying? I don't have to tell everybody the whole story. I'm, we're all adults here. My mother embraced her, encouraged her, told her, no matter what, Ronnie, you can make it. No matter what, what's going on. Ronnie is an anesthesiologist, okay? Oh, oh my God. goodness, Helen. You better make friends with her if you want to breathe and get out. <laughs> you understand my point? Yes, yes. Yes, this I was. I love a, you, Vera. I love you, Ronnie. I, I, yes. I love you, Ronnie. I, a very difficult environment. Wow. Now, you know, um, one of the things that I'm noticing about tonight is what you have been saying throughout the whole night relationships. Relationships. You know, you dropped so many nuggets, Vera, tonight, and I mean, it's just been wonderful. I just want to let everybody know this is a part of our Women's History Month celebration with the Network for Women in Business. We offer digital marketing training, group coaching for entrepreneurs. We have a training portal as well that's like filled with lots of things, and we're offering a seven-day $1 trial. So I dropped the link for that. I also redropped the link for website so you guys can use the code resilience to make sure you get your products and when you get your products guys make sure that you post it on Instagram we want everybody to see you using Vera Morris products and then tag her in all of your posts because we want to see the fruits of this interview and we want to make it go viral so I'm really excited about that I'm excited to celebrate Women's History Month and honor this iconic lady that really and truly when I think about you Vera you know you've blazed trails but I still feel like you're just getting started Yes, I feel that way too with all this help and support I get from Marlene and, and, and Lena and Emma and Yvette. And yes, I'm just getting started. And yeah. I wanted to say one last thing. Yes. Remember, you're good enough. Intimidation yep. is only by consent. Oh. Eleanor yeah. Roosevelt, I didn't make that up, okay? Well, there you have it. Wasn't Vera just amazing? 
I truly enjoyed interviewing Vera for Women's History Month. She was out of this world. Now, now for more great information about up and coming female entrepreneurs, make sure to visit us at www.thenetworkforwomeninbusiness.com. Membership will be opening again in the fall and you'll have the opportunity to connect with some awesome women and learn more marketing tips and great ideas to grow your business. At the Network for Women in Business, our mission is to train, connect, and advance female entrepreneurs. Our motto is that we educate to elevate women in business, and that's exactly what we do. We hope that you decide to participate and become a member with us, and we will be looking forward to seeing you inside of our membership very soon, especially where you can connect with our entrepreneur as a member, you get access to our awesome, awesome training portal, which has loads and loads of training on various different topics like social media, marketing, branding, LinkedIn, advertising, LinkedIn marketing, and so, so much more. You also get access to the Entrepreneur Success University, which is relaunching also in the fall. You also get access to weekly one-on-one -on -one group coaching, where you can get all of your business questions answered and you get the opportunity to connect with lots of like-minded women in business. So make sure you stay tuned for our grand opening again in the fall and you visit us and you continue to subscribe and leave great comments and ratings on our podcast channel. Take care and we'll see you on the next episode.